Welcome back. Welcome in to the Lion's Share Podcast, episode 35. We'll walk through Wednesday episode for week 16 in the NFL. Hard to believe we've only got three more weeks left. It's the Cat Clash 2.0, Lions versus the Panthers. This is the Lion's Share Holiday Special. As we approach Christmas in just a few days, Lions will be playing on Christmas Eve. Remember, folks, it's a Saturday game this week, not a Sunday matchup. We've got a plethora of Sunday matchups. We'll talk about all the Saturday matchups as well. Majority of this week's action takes place on Saturday, but it is another four-day week for the NFL Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And just a note for you Red Zoners out there, Red Zone will be live on Saturday, so they will not have the normal Sunday show. The normal Sunday show will be on Saturday for the matchups on Christmas Eve. So we'll talk about all that in week 16 and a few holiday specials. Let's get right into it. As always, joined by Andrew, Papa Burgundy, BP, and... Uh, we will be back on these airwaves one of the days this weekend uh, recapping this game depending on schedules for Christmas. So stay tuned for that. Let's talk about this matchup with the Panthers this week. Um, and actually, hold up, Tommy, reverse that right before that. Let's talk about what we're thankful for in this holiday special. For me, if I may go first, I've just got to give a shout out always, always to our loyal shareholders out there. Um, hundreds of you watched or listened and played last week and several hundred of you nearing 500 last month. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The, the growth trajectory is to the moon. So we have to thank all of you out there for being loyal and for being new as well as we have some new listeners on these airwaves. And for all of you that share and promote the podcast, you especially spreading the word as we trudge through these waters that we call the podcast game. Andrew. Are you thankful for anything this year? Uh, thankful for a lot of things. Uh, we got to start family number one. You got to get up top. Number two, uh, probably Rodrigo, uh, because he's uh, given a lot of us Lions fans an excuse to watch the game, and now the the Lady Lions don't have to be upset with us because they have some eye candy to look at themselves. Good, good point. And of course, yes, family, friends, all that top tier for me. Um, I was thinking more specifically in our, the realm of our world, but yes, thank you for grounding me there. You're right. Stay humble, folks. Got to be family fen- friends, number one. Um, yeah, I, I haven't checked, but is Rodrigo still a top jersey, you imagine? I got to imagine they're sold out left and right. The Lady Lion has her own. And uh, wow. last I checked, I believe uh, the Youth Small was the only size available left. Ooh, yeah. Not many people can squeeze into that. Um Wonder how many people have that on their Christmas list this year. Hey, that in the, in the grit hats. Oh, the grit hats, of course. Yes. Did you get an order place for that one? You betcha. Hell, the longtime yes. lion doesn't know, so hopefully he's not listening now. Ooh, ooh. My my apologies there. I didn't didn't want to spoil anything there. Um, luckily, you know, maybe he won't. The holidays, maybe he won't he won't be on on top of this one. Um, so you're absolutely right. Um, and I'm sure some other jerseys as well. I know Aiden Hutchinson's a top jersey as well. Um, probably Okuda, probably JMO, probably Goff as he continues to improve. And um, Amon Ross St. Brown can't forget about him. And I know Jamal and his um, and Jamal of his personality. 
are are a top seller as well. I've got to imagine. And obviously, we talked about it a couple weeks ago with Jack Fox. Uh, I've been trying to get my hands on that, and that's been sold out. And sans the triple um, XL or whatever outrageous size, that would be a blanket for me. Um, so I'm still knocking on the door for that one. How many teams can you go that far down the roster in jersey sales and not have a quarterback? That's very rare. Maybe um, uh, maybe the Jets. I, yeah, I mean, it's so weird to think. Like, we have so many position players that, I mean, are absolute fan favorites. And obviously, hard knocks doesn't hurt that standing. But, right. I mean, your quarterback is usually the pretty boy, does all the interviews, uh, runs the team. And, I mean, he's not even one. He's probably not even in our top ten. Mm, pro- uh, yeah, probably not. I mean, I know. I mean, it's the, close. Hard Knocks, we were t- they talked about it. Aiden, Aiden and Rodrigo were the top in the top three. I know that. Obviously, St. Brown's got to be top five, I would imagine. Swift um, would have been up there to begin the right, year. Right, right. Um, trying to think anybody else on defense that we would we would think of. Um, Kirby Joseph, I Kirby. think, would be the only other, hey, but that's a stretch. Speaking of him, um, I think the Pro Bowl things are out now, or to, maybe it was today, I think they announced him, but um, I saw that he was top voted for the Lions. I did see that as well. We had eight was up there, I yes. believe, second fan voting. We had a lot of guys, but Kirby was the only clear, concise, number one fan voting. So congratulations. Yeah, to all of those all those pro bowlers out there. Um, Lions getting some love. As you said, Lions got a ton of guys that are fan favorites, and uh, it seems like the Lions are just the hot team right now across ESPN, NFL Network, Reddit, everything is talking about the Lions, especially after that big play to Brock Wright last week. Everybody's been breaking that play down left and right all, all week. Um, so love to see that. Uh, don't love the fact that Ben Johnson's getting so much publicity because we got to keep him a secret. Got to keep him under the wraps as so many people are going after these young guys like Kevin O'Connell, um, you know, left and right there. Everybody's looking for the next Sean McVay type type person in, in, in the offense schemes that they run. So, um, let's just keep Ben Johnson wrapped like a little Christmas present that he is. Let's just keep him under wraps, right? No kidding. We want to keep old BJ part of the pride. <laughs> As always, we always do. Kudos to you for that. Um, let's talk about um, one thing before we talk about the Lions some more. Um, shout out to, I won't say the last names. Got to keep some uh, anonymity out here for our, our shareholders that maybe don't want to be publicized. But um, Seth and Lauren for their votes from week five, all the way back in week five, I put out a poll on Instagram when the Lions were one and four. Um, and I put one to two wins, three to five, six to eight, or eight plus victories um, for the Lions. At that point, they were one and four, like I said. So, um, you know, things were not looking good at that point for, for the Lions. So I just put out there what was was feeling like, and I put the schedule, the remaining teams, and there were only two people that voted uh, six to eight wins or eight plus. Uh, Seth Seth was in the window of six to eight, which they are now in at seven and seven. So um, looks like he's possibly right. They may get above eight wins, so we'll see. And if we do, then Lauren looks like the genius, but I'm unsure of how serious that was in that selection. So we gotta take that with a grain of salt. Haven't had the discussion verbally on on the thoughts behind that, but I just had to give them a shout out. Also, shout out to 
Khalif Raymond, our boy from last week, um, NFC's player of the week for special teams. Andrew, claps, yes. Seems like every week, man, we're talking about someone winning this for the, the Lions, right? It's it's so weird. Um, once again, new to Twitter, at Papa Burgundy's boys, if anybody wants to toss a follow my way. But uh, new to the Twitter sphere, so to see all these things, I don't know if it's just a fluke um, or if I just don't see the coverage uh, from purely broadcast like I have in years past, but it does seem like every week there's been a Lions player uh, either winning it or coming in second or, you know, just right there. So, I I mean, right. kudos to the, to the team right now. They are playing at a high level, and, I mean – exactly what well, Leaf said they believe in each other right now oh that speech was so good i had just had to listen to it several times because it's just that good it's it it gets you to the core almost goosebumps-esque right yes yes um so let's talk about the lions versus the panthers and um what this matchup entails so with um with a detroit win let's talk about the playoff picture right just for a minute before we get deep into this game so what is that noise? I hope that noise isn't coming. Okay, the shower just turned on. Okay, we're good. Um, recording on a vacation setup here, folks. Bear with us. Um, so the Lions would be in the seventh seed this week with a win over the Panthers and a loss from Washington and Seattle this week. That would move the Lions from in the hunt up into the playoff picture at seventh. It wouldn't clinch them by any means. Um, but we would start seeing those graphics. We'd start seeing the Lions at seven this week if the Lions get the win and we get a loss from uh, um, from these teams. Also, if the Lions want to clinch before Green Bay, Detroit would have to beat Carolina this week. San Francisco beats Washington. Miami beats Green Bay. And Kansas City Chiefs, they beat the Seattle Seahawks this week. We need that all four of those things to happen this week. So now fast forward your brains to week 17. This is what we need. Lions beat the Bears. Browns beat the Commanders. And the Jets beat the Seahawks. At that point, if all seven of those outcomes are the way I just listed, the Lions clinch the seventh seed, which is crazy to think they've got a point in this season to clinch before week 18. I mean, not just limping either. Um, and you'll hear it on all the national media coverage. They are the team that nobody really wants to see right now in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, you got the Eagles fighting to keep the first round uh, by, that is. Uh, but everybody else uh, doesn't really want to see the uh, the Lions in the, in the first round of the playoffs. I mean, you've got the Vikings in there, uh, the Commanders, the Giants. Uh, you've beaten all three of those teams that are currently in it. The Buccaneers sure don't want to see it. The Cowboys have beaten them, and the Eagles have beaten them, and the 49ers. But, I, I mean, realistically, none of those teams want a tough first round like that where the Lions are going to, if they lose, they're going to make you hurt on the way out. So that reminds me of my would you rather that I had for you, and, and what a great segue to do so right now. Would you rather, Andrew, would you rather – the Lions miss the playoffs or the Lions make the playoffs but lose on a BS call to end the game. Mm, man, 
oh god i don't know if i could take the bs call as right. a fan even though i've put up with it for all these years i think what i wouldn't be able to take is everybody saying same old lions and we go back to that talk because of a bs call we've come all this way to revert back to that right um I think I'd rather not see him make the playoffs. Uh, I mean, no matter what, if uh, to me, this is how I see it. If the season ends today and they miss the playoffs, theoretically they would. Um, I think that this team being so young, it's, it's just going to make them hungry to do mm-hmm. it again, get some other players in there, create competition, and, and just make another run. I think after yeah. this year they have a – three maybe a two to three or four year window mm-hmm. um to make a make a run at this super bowl so i think it's i think i would rather see him miss the playoffs and get hungry yes yes i would tend to agree although this is the new look lions so i think the same old lions calls are a thing in the past let's put them to bed right now um but i just had to throw that out there i it's something that just popped in my brain i thought it would be an interesting discussion um and, and so I, I don't think we're at a point where we're necessarily content or settling, but I think you're right. Um, regardless of how the season ends, if it's playoffs or no playoffs, I think you and I both are in agreement that the playoffs are a bonus based on how this season started and the turnaround that's occurred is, um, you know, remarkable. So we're, we're very happy in that front, um, but that's not to say business isn't done. There's still business to handle. We obviously want the best outcome, and, and playoffs are are the best outcome at this point. But even if they don't make the playoffs, I think we can. There's a lot to take away from this year, and and maybe it makes them even more hungry for next year. Um, but yeah, you're right. Who wants to play the Lions? You know, you're going to get a scrappy team no matter who they're playing. It's going to be a battle. Um, and you like you said, you may you may get out victorious, but yeah, there might be some injuries, and there might be some mentally and physically um, injured players out there. So. Let's talk about the Panthers. That's a team that's trying to make the playoffs as well. So we've got two teams here um, on the outside looking in. The Lions obviously faring better. The Carolina Panthers, 5-9. and nine, But um, how many times have we mentioned that the NFC South is garbage, hot garbage, too? So they've still got a chance to win the NFC South, and they need to do um, – in order to do that, they'd need a win this week against the Lions. So you know that this team's not going to lay down. And the Lions are favored in this matchup by two and a half, but um, certainly not an easy one for either of these teams. It's kind of crazy. ESPN Analytics has a 58% chance for Carolina winning, um, which is usually kind of more goes along the lines of Vegas. Um, but we've got a, a discrepancy there with the Vegas having Lions at two and a half point favorites, and uh, ESPN has it as close to 60-40 on, on, on percentages. So crazy. Um, kind of wild. Kind of wild. Uh, tickets as low as $27. Um, the usual suspects on the injury report for the Lions, Cabinda, Brown, Decker, Ragnow, Elliott, all questionable. Sounds like Elliott's not going to play, not um, not going to be ready this week. And uh, Dan won't put out um, that it's a multi-week injury just yet. Um, so it's kind of like a week-to-week basis for him, not necessarily day-to-day, but week-to-week. Um, so Lions may be without him in the secondary. Um, and obviously um, – Andre Roberts is on injured reserve for the Panthers, and uh, Brandon Smith is out at linebacker. Uh, J.C. Horn is questionable, but I think um, by all regards he's he's ready to play, and uh, that's cornerback J.C. Horn on the Panthers, who um, I think has a connection with Kirby. Um, I think 
somebody uh, I was reading about, somebody said that J.C. Horn was maybe the one that initiated the seatbelt king. So that may be where the really? origin the origin of the seatbelt came from. And I think there's a connection with Kirby or somebody on the Lions secondary that either went to school or there's some connection with them, right? Was um, it Jerry then? Maybe it was, it was it was Jerry Jacobs, I think. Yeah, I think that might have the... been. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking Kirby in my head, but it might be Jerry Jacobs. You might be right. Uh, one of those guys. Look at that. Look it up, folks. Um, Lions obviously have won six of seven. Panthers have won three of their last five. Um, trending, both these teams kind of trending upward. Panthers um, have bounced around different quarterbacks all year. So they had Baker Mayfield at one point. PJ Walker's played time, and uh, now Sam Darnold as well. So kind of a revolving door for them. And so that's kind of led, led to a lackluster offense. They've, they only averaged 19.7 points per game and they averaged 22.2 or 0.4 points allowed per game on defense. So a negative differential there. Lions are pretty even at 26 and 26. Um, Panthers average about 300 yards per game on offense and giving up 355. Obviously those are year long stats. So they're kind of skewed. So like the Lions are still giving up 413 yards per game and uh, averaging 384 yards of offense on the other side of the ball. Um, in terms of passing versus rushing, definitely the Panthers are a little bit more in the passing game, um, but their rushing game as well averages nearly 120 yards per game, and passing's under 200, so not a big passing attack from these Panthers. On the other side of the ball, um, they're they're giving up 224 yards passing and rushing 130 now, I'm sort of similar to the Lions, giving up 130 yards rushing to 280 yards passing. And uh, I'm boring Andrews because he's yawning at this point. So let's not talk about the numbers anymore. That's my cue to move on. Um, so let's talk about um, the pat in the matchup uh, at a greater scale. But I swore this was a home game. No, no, no. It's a way. And, I mean, these guys got to get in the air soon. I know Dan said in the, his media he wasn't sure oh, what yeah. day they were going to leave. But – Big storm blowing in to, uh, uh, to the northwest here. And uh, they got to get to the eastern seaboard quickly. I believe the, yeah. the messiness is going to start Thursday night. So I'm, I'm kind of wondering when they're going to take off. I'm sure it's going to be like tomorrow after practice is my guess is they'll shower mm. at the facility, load up, and go. You're probably um, but, correct. They do have to get there, or else we're gonna run into some issues. No, and we don't need that this time of year. Um, with that said, yeah, I, I I guess I was listening to the Lions post game last week. My apologies, folks. Traveling, I've been in a whirlwind, so I, I I guess I didn't have my my wits about me there. But I swore Danny Rogers on the post game um, from the Jets game said that they were going, they were heading home back to Detroit for for the holidays. So that confused me. Um, so that's why I was thinking it was at Ford Field. But uh, uh, alas, it's at Bank of America in North Carolina. Um, so, yeah, that with that said, Andrew, that, that does worry me about the start that the Lions will have. Maybe it's a slow starting game for them, um, kind of having an odd travel um, and maybe some slowdowns in certain part, parts of that. Hopefully they'll get out of town and, and get there cleanly ahead of time and uh, adjust as needed. But um, I think with that said um, – let's let's talk about predictions and with that i think the prediction i have is the lions will start slow and um, ultimately grind this game out on the road and uh, get their wits about them and 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 end up victorious 
Uh, obviously, points of emphasis for me always are got to protect Jared Goff. They didn't do as great of a job last week at that, um, and they had a lot of holding penalties, uh, uncharacteristically high in the in the holding department last game. So need a cleaner game than we had last week uh, in terms of penalties, but also just general play. Um, so again, it's a good Jets defense. So I'm looking for this offense to rebound. Let's get over 100 yards rushing. Let's get that rushing attack back on track. And uh, of course, let's get the passing game involved. Let's get some more deep balls to Chark and JMO. Last week, it was a lot of St. Brown and checkdowns. So let's get um, the, deep, the deep ball in, in play. Let's run the ball. Obviously, on defense, you've got to get off on third down a little bit better than you did last week on the third and longs. Don't let Sam Darnold make some magic here on Christmas Eve. And um, let's 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 get to Sam Darnold early and often. Let's get the pressure. Aiden, Bugs, um, um, Houston, Houston, and Kaminsky. Kaminsky is the one I was trying to. I was getting hung up on there for a minute. Thank you. Um, let's let's get that front four in the backfield early and often. And secondary's got to be better than they were last week. Seatbelt game, let's lock it back in. And um, let's. I'm expecting a better game from Okuda, expecting a better game from Goff, and expecting a better game overall from the Lions. Yes, sir. I, I love what you're saying. Keys for me, pose if we will. Turnover battle as always. It's We've yes. been massacring teams in this 6-7 stretch in the turnover battle. And we just ha- you just have to continue that stretch if you're going to want to win games. Line, uh, same thing as always. You have to win the battle in the trenches. But the biggest thing um, I think I want to see from the Lions, because Ben Johnson pointed it out in his interview today, he said some of their bread and butter plays um, in their running game that the players just didn't execute last week. And he said he was very disappointed in, th- in that respect. So I'd love to see the running game absolutely dominate this field. The national media already knows that we can throw the ball and we we can throw it often as well. They need to see Swift showcase himself this week. If Swift wants to stay on this team and, and be a part of this, I think he's on kind of on the outside looking in. I think he needs to show that he is the feature back in this and not Jamal and Jamal is short yardage uh, just keep your motor going kind of guy so that's the big thing for me it's going to be the passing game and the defense it's it's got to be the secondary once again the, the front has proved themselves at this point I consider them reliable the secondary has to show up this is a classic Lions situation where backup quarterbacks somehow destroy them and a Panthers team without a coach just playing on sheer hope, you have to beat them in that department. So that, those yeah. are all my pose. Yes, love love all your pose and toes. And I think you're right. Um, would love to have a breakout game for Swift, have him put his name back on the map, um, you know, prove it, prove a game for him. And um, just the running game as, as a whole, when's the last time you feel like the Lions really dominated – the, the line of scrimmage with the run game. They had some good games earlier in the season, um, at least in better in terms of what we've had in the past. I know I remember talking about how bad this rushing attack used to be. You know, obviously everybody remembers the stretch of 100-yard rushers that was like three years in the, in the making. Um, so it was good to see earlier in the season some better run attacks. And then it seems like the last 
kind of in this stretch of wins, they've they've gotten away with not running the ball well and averaging like 100 to 120 yards per game. Not real great, but they've been able to make up for that in the passing game and on defense. So I'd like to see a better overall attack, um, both across the air and on the ground. And uh, I think the Lions can can easily win this game. Like this is uh, this is one they should win, right? This is this is the easier one of the stretch um and by no means is it easy but it's the easiest out of all these it seems um because you've got the two matchups against the winning teams with the vikings and the jets out of the way now you've got to make sure you're locked in as you were against the good teams with the vikings and the jets locked in and uh don't look past the panthers here um like you said a a a sneaky team that's just kind of hanging around without a coach without a real franchise quarterback and uh, without a lot of household names like there's not many people on the Panthers you can name off the top of your head just as a general football fan so take care of business well take care of business kind of week for me just go on the road Christmas Eve deliver some presents back to Detroit with a win fly back happy and uh you're 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 looking at maybe a chance at um moving into the seventh seed with some other things going your way so I've got the Lions Absolutely same here. And let us not forget, though, this is a Lions team that couldn't put together four victories in a row. They're going to have to put six together to end the season. And I don't know about you. I don't personally remember the last time six wins came from the Lions in a row, let alone in a season. So It would mind-blowing if that happens. I, I, I still kind of have to pinch myself that we're at this point even at seven and seven after after all we've been through it's so exciting but at the same time it's almost hard to believe like i'm i've been kind of just taken aback from all this 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 last stretch of seven games it's been crazy i'm waiting for the ground to just collapse from beneath my feet and wake up from the stream exactly that's (laughs) exactly right it's it seems like this has been just a long time a lifetime coming is how i'll put it Remember, I don't know, flashback 10 weeks or so, eight, eight, nine weeks ago when you said, isn't it sad that I've only been able to be happy on a Monday like four times out of the last 22 weeks or whatever it was? Because obviously three wins last year and then they had one win through seven games this year. Um, So we were just not, we were just like, when can we be happy on a Monday once again? And then wouldn't you know it, things really turned around. My goodness, and right into the holiday season, and hopefully they can deliver some goodies and some Dairy Queen treats to those in uh, oh, yeah. in, in need. Um, speaking of people not in need, um, let's talk about the rest of the NFL. And you, sir, have moved up to 109 and 84, and I sit at 111, 111 and 82. That puts only two games between us. After us, uh, we had a six-game spread last week. Um, narrowed down to two by you last week um i really needed that colts win over the vikings and i needed the dolphins to beat the bills i would be sitting a lot more pretty but hey kudos to you man you've climbed all the way back from below 500 to fifth uh 25 games above five out of 500 thank you thank you and sneak preview i'll be taking the dolphins in solidarity with you this week Ooh. Ooh. okay okay i like that let's talk about the thursday game first um jaguars versus jets rising jags versus the descending jets um jags have won um the big game last week in in overtime against the cowboys 
Um, and by, by virtue of that, I thought the big win they had before the Lions, that, that last second win over the Ravens, um, I thought they would, would fall off after a big win. So I'm going to go with the same route here. I'm going to go with the Jets because the Jags are going to fall off after a big win. They're just not quite to the point that um, they're still in the rebuild. And, uh, <laughs> well, Trayvon Walker is out for them. So um, all, for all of those reasons, I've got the Jets. Wow. I, I like the Jags here. They're pushing the Titans for a playoff spot. Trevor Lawrence has just shined like a bright star in his second year here. He's starting to get some offensive weapons. Uh, thank you for DJ Chark, though. Much appreciated. Um, on the other side of the ball, you still have Zach Wilson starting at quarterback. And honestly, like I, I think the NFL is just about done with him at this point. Um, it was a very short run into the sunset. Reminds me a little of Icarus. For that reason, I'm taking the Jaguars. Oh, okay. So right off the bat, we're on separate sides. I like that. Um, don't like it for the spread that we have with only two games. I don't have a lot of wiggle room now. Um, so let's flash forward to Saturday. That's Christmas Eve. All these games will be on Red Zone as well as the local channels. Um, what time are local... the Lions playing this week? Uh, I think it's 1, right? One okay, Warriors. 1 p.m. So first... First one o'clock win in the window is Bills versus Bears. Um, is this a don't overthink it game? Bills at Bears. Uh, this seems like I almost thought the Bears might do it last week, uh, but any one of these two games, they just beat somebody they shouldn't. And that's the NFL for you. That's how tight the margin um, and uh, skill level is in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely not overthinking this one. Okay. The Bills and Chiefs are battling for first place in the AFC right now. So give me the Bills. I'm going to take the Bills as well. I know you said the Bears were going to get one more win this year, and it wasn't last week, and it's not this week apparently. So in the last two weeks, um, they've got the Lions, and then uh, I don't know who they have on the last game of the year, but so maybe it's it let's hope it's the, the last week. Let's hope. I'm, I'm wondering if it is um, NFC North battle all across the board. Um, so I think uh, in this game, back to this one, Bills Bears. I've got uh, Justin Fields going going off. I think he's going to get his and uh, ultimately come up short. Though I've got the Bills. Oh, yeah. oh, Suspenseful, folks. Um, let's move quickly through some of these games that are a little less important. Saints versus Browns. Obviously, the Saints still in the hunt for the NFC South, but I've got the Saints here um, with some more to play for than the Browns. I also have the Saints here. Um, Saints need to take a step forward in this division if they're going to finally win it. I'll say it one more week in a row. Will you please put Jamison as your quarterback? I can't watch AD any longer. Um, A lot of cheap games, though, this week, uh, folks. This one is $5. Um, Crazy. So if if you're in any of these cities and you want to catch a cheap football game, just walk up to the will call window. They have tickets mm-hmm. available. Good to know. Uh, and it's Christmas Eve, folks. So what better time to take in some football than Christmas Eve? Texans versus Titans. Um, Texans nearly with the win over the Chiefs last week. So that makes it kind of scary for me against the Titans team. That seems to have no identity at this point in the season. Falling all the way to 7-7. Seven and seven. So um, I really want to go Texans here. But I'm, I'm going to stick with the Titans here. I love the fact that you wanted to and since 
you are. You made up my mind. I will jump on the Texans bandwagon this week. I do think they were going to win another game, and it might as well be this one with the surging Jaguars. They beat the Titans last week. They may steal the division lead Mm -hmm. and and just throttle it the rest of the way. I refuse to believe the Texans only win one game this season. I do, I do too. I kind of baited you into taking them there. Um, I hope you like that. Um, it may come back devil. to him. May change, it may come back to haunt me though, because um, I think this is a toss-up game. Um, Titans beat the Texans earlier this season by only seven points, so it's um, it's close. It's close in that time frame. Week six. Oh, six dollars. Six dollars for this game. Um, this one, Seahawks versus Chiefs. This one is a Lions implication game. We need the Chiefs to beat the Seahawks here. So by virtue of that, taking the Chiefs. You want to? You're gonna to want to get the red zone, uh, and you're gonna to want to ask uh, the pitcher in pitcher mode. That's what you're gonna to want to do. This is gonna be one of the games you want on. Patrick Mahomes has never been an easier pick in this game. Um, Patrick Mahomes at home against Geno, who has not only bought stamps and envelopes. But he's got paper, and he's folding up the paper. I mean, his last step is taking it to the mailbox at this point. It's going to be the Chiefs. I'm right there with you, Chiefs. Um, Another game, implications for the Lions. Giants versus Vikings. Uh, I've got the Vikings bouncing back after a near loss to the Colts. They right the ship, and uh, we need a a Vikings victory over the Giants here, so I'm taking the Vikings. Yeah, the Giants beat the Commanders last week, got away with a massive DPI call at the end of the game uh, that won them the game. Crazy. Um, I don't think they keep floating this. They're currently in the playoffs. They're fighting for a position. The only way I see the Giants pulling this off is if the Vikings take their foot off the throttle at the end of the game. Right. So that being said, give me the Vikings. Right there with you, sir. Bengals versus Patriots. Um, Bengals uh, continue to on the AFC, so I've got the Bengals. I also am undecided on this game. Um, I refuse to believe that a Patriots team will lay over and die, but it almost seems like after that humiliating loss last week. How do you come back? I haven't heard of anybody being fired. I was calling for Matt Patricia's job last show. But I refuse to believe they lay down and die. They have more fight in them than they think. And four losses on the season for the Bengals. Like, the Bengals are a good team, but they're a scrappy team. They have more losses than that. I'm going to take the Patriots here. Ooh, okay, okay. I didn't see that one coming. Um, real quick, I gotta go back to the Giants versus Vikings game. Did you see the the quote from Martin Martindale about um, him versus O'Connell? No. Um, Martindale is the defensive coordinator for the Giants. Um, I think he was from the Ravens, right? Um, at one point, but he was said that him versus Kevin O'Connell is like him playing against Harry Styles. So that's that's the quote of the week for sure. What does that um, even mean? Um, O'Connell's a pretty boy. That's what he's saying. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, call them just like... straight out. Call it. Just call them out. This guy seems like a loser. He goes right to Harry Styles. Yeah, I don't know. That seems, I mean, that seems like a leap to just jump to Harry Styles. I don't know if I like that, but hey, maybe that's the popular thing right now. I don't know. It might be. It's probably what his kids are listening to, so he just, that's the name he knows. That's the only, that's just the one he uses for every pop culture reference. Um, I get it. It's either that or Taylor Swift, right? Well, right. T-Swift, 
Midnight's baby. Um, Falcons versus Ravens, Battle of the Birds. Um, this game, not a lot riding on it. Falcons obviously still in the south. So um, Ravens um, and the Falcons season here. I think the Falcons die down here. Um, and they get the bird bird bath win over the Falcons. Uh, tickets as low as $10. I am right there with you on this one. Poe, um, his recovery is coming nicely, I presume. I have not checked in on him in a while. Um, I think this is going to be an interesting game. Um, kind of seems like a by-the-wayside game, but I think it's going to be scrappier than people think. Uh, the Ravens are trying to get to 10 wins on the season, um, but I do believe the Falcons lose, and that just boosts the Saints even more. Love that. Big a big implication game here. Commanders versus 49ers. Um, 49ers, we need them to beat the Commanders here to help the Lions. So, once again, I'm going to stick to what we need, and I think it's probably the more likely outcome here. So, I, I've, I've got the 49ers in that defense. I do as well. Is Debo Samuel still injured? I don't know. I know Brock Wright's in, obviously, at quarterback. Um, Debo um, has been kind of lingering Who? with – Debo Who's playing quarterback for the 49ers? Brock Purdy. I said Brock White. I, I combined him and Mike <laughs> Mike White. Brock Purdy. Thank you. Okay, yeah. Nice so catch. So no Debo, you said? I don't know. I don't have that information. Uh, uh, readily available. Right. Tommy. Tommy. I, Tommy. I think the 49ers win without him, but um, it's going to be a, a weird game. Uh, Christian McCaffrey might just, you know, say this one's on me, Brock. Regardless, 49ers, they're going to keep rolling, get to 11 wins. And uh, the Lions are just going to catch all the breaks this week. It's going to be good Sam, Debo is out, confirmed. Confirmed out. But I still think they win. They're still favored by seven. I'm, I'm obviously hopeful that the, the 49ers win. We will be rooting for them. Eagles versus Cowboys, NFC East battle. Um, could be Gardner Minshew season. Sounds like Jalen Hurts isn't going to play, although they're kind of teasing like he will. I think he'll ultimately not start and we'll get Gardner Minshew season. I've got the Cowboys at home here. They split the season series. I called for this way back in week four or whatever their first matchup was against the, the Eagles. Um, Eagles and Cowboys, that is. So um, by virtue of that, I think they split the season series and the Cowboys get a win here, even though they've been struggling as of late. Oh, man, I hate to go with you on this one, but I think it's going to flow like that. With Minshew in here, he's going to pull off some magic, and he's going to have some crazy touchdowns here. Um, Dak is taking a lot of criticism this this week for his play from last week. I think this is his quote-unquote get-right game, and his get-right game is going to include like one to two shots like 15 to 20 yards downfield that's going to be like his longest throw he'll take a few shots that are incomplete and he's going to throw a bunch of swing passes to his running backs and they're going to run for a zillion yards on him and he's going to get credited right as as it's they just always not do, right? there it's yards after catch getting all the yards all the yak yards um and uh, I think it's just gonna be good to see Gardner Minshew again. It's just it's been too long since we've had him in a, in a starting role. So good to see him. And that's that's to say that as of right now, it sounds like he's gonna start. Maybe Jalen Hurts has a miracle, but I think it's Gardner season. One more game on Saturday, Christmas Eve: uh, Raiders versus Steelers. Um, Steel Curtain versus Black Hole. Franco Harris just passed away. Um, obviously, condolences to him and his family. That's just tragic. On Two days before the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception, they were going to honor him at this game. 
So for that reason, I like the Steelers, and I think they're playing for Franco here. Um, two teams evenly matched in the record department, so I'm going to give the edge to the Steelers. Franco Harris, tribute game. Oh man, that is uh, that is tough to go against the the loss of a of a legend. But you know it's my black hole. They got away with a touchdown, and then the craziness at the end of the Patriots game. They're also kind of similar to the Lions and just yeah. come back in the second half of the season. And uh, 20 bucks, folks, if you're in Pittsburgh and want to see this on Christmas Eve, but I think the Black Hole is going to put up their seventh win on the year. What's the stadium at in Pittsburgh again? At the Akersher Stadium. Akersher Stadium. Yeah, say it so, folks. He's going with the Raiders. Call him crazy. I'm calling him crazy. Can't go against the Steelers this week. Packers versus Dolphins on Christmas Day. Obviously, a slight implication on this one. We need the, the Packers to lose um, um, just so that they're out of the picture in the NFC. So, um, by virtue of that, I'm going Dolphins here. Yeah, I think the Packers have lost their inability to play in warm weather in December. And uh, it's going to be their untimely downfall. They have all grown large beards. Their their body hair has begun the process of growing in longer and thicker, preparing for the warm climates. And here we are traveling down to Miami, and that's going to do nothing but sweat. What happens when you sweat too much? The ball gets a little slippery. I'm calling it Aaron Rodgers' three-interception game or – Ooh. Three turnovers. We'll leave it at three okay. turnovers just in case the fumbles to leave it in there, but three turnovers from Aaron Rodgers. I'm yeah, I'm calling for a squashing of the Packers as well. Put their hopes aside. Dolphins get back into the win column, I think. Broncos versus Rams in the battle of the third overall pick. Obviously, you want the Rams to get the loss here if you're the Lions because that will put them locked into the third overall pick. Um, so I've got the Broncos here for that reason, and uh, Russell Wilson sounds like he's going to be back. We're recording this on Wednesday. At this point, it says he's on track to play. Should be cleared from that con- concussion. Um, but I've I've got the Broncos. That's what that's what I'm going to say. Broncos. Yeah, we we really need some love from a piss poor Broncos team this week, and not to mention we're we're fighting against the bathroom this week folks the bathrooms mm, are undefeated on the season thus far i believe it's 11 touchdowns to 12 bathrooms at this point just needs boy one. do i not want to say it but i think russell wilson is going to take down the bathrooms in week okay. 16 and boy it, was it a hard fight but i'm glad we got to this point it, it and no better game for him to get that that one in against the Rams team, the Detroit Los Angeles Rams, um, defending Super Bowl champions, eliminated from the playoffs, tanking for the Lions' sake. Can't thank them enough for that. Um, last game on Christmas: Buccaneers versus Cardinals. Who cares? Buccaneers obviously oh. still need to win to to win the NFC South. So um, Cardinals are done, eliminated. Kyler Murray's gone. Kingsbury in the in the tank. So. Buccaneers for me. Yeah, these games on Christmas Day better be close because we don't Yikes. really have any pretty matchup. The best ones are 1 p.m. game with the Packers-Dolphins. Uh, so Santa, and to all the elves at the North Pole, 
I'm going to need you to fix your product for next year, okay? These are piss-poor matchups. All we can do is root for close, exciting games. So I'm going to take... Um, are we down Colt McCoy? Are we down to Trace McSorley, is it? It might be. I believe we are. Um, I'm going to take Tom Brady over Trace McSorley all day, which is going to set up an absolute thriller for the NFC South. Pitcher, Saints, down one game to the Bucks, and I don't know either of their schedules, but I have to reckon they, they're going to play each other coming down the yes. stretch. The Bucks have the Saints next week, I believe, is the is the schedule. So um, it'll probably come down to that game. Um, one more game here: uh, Chargers versus Colts on Monday night. Another doozy of a matchup. Colts um, are going to start uh, Nick Foles in this game. They've moved on from Matt Ryan once again. Second time they've sat him, and uh, it's Nick Foles' season again. So um, I think uh, the Colts are coming off that humiliating loss to the Vikings. I don't, I don't think they bounce back here. So I'm going to go with the Superchargers. Do you think this was Jeff Saturday's like last final move he could do? Like Just trying to switch those dominoes around, just, just trying anything <laughs> to make – just pushing buttons at this point. Exactly. Like, Foles, you, you – you did this kind of thing before, right? Like, right. you know what to do. Yeah, get it. There, it might man. be you got this. It might be crazy enough to work. I gotta have to say, I'm gonna have to say, Ursa is probably keeping the roof closed this week. Um, yeah, this just screams a game that the Chargers lose. I, I am, I am in a complete agreeance. Uh, I have to take the Colts. I, I, I oh, just, boy. I don't believe in the Chargers at all. And Jonathan Taylor's God, out. I, I'm still going to stick with them. Okay. I like it. A little what discrepancy. And I, I kind of wanted to do it myself, but I'm at a point in this um, battle we have with only two games a part of us. I've got to be a little bit more conservative. So I'm going to stay a little conservative this week. Hopefully it doesn't bite me in the butt. Um, yeah. L- luckily, I gamble responsibly with zero dollars. Of course. Um, just just, just doubloons, right? Oh, yes. And chocolate coins. Of course, which of which there are many this time of year, hopefully in, in the stockings. Um, so I've got one more closing note before we let you go on these airwaves, folks. And this is for you, Andrew, and for the shareholders like, do you remember Dominic Rayola? I do. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, he's a longtime Lion, and he's retired um, well, uh, several, he several years. Center or tackle? Yeah. He was a center. He was center. a center. Okay. Uh, and then uh, the other guy I thought about was Jeff. Uh, not back, not Jeff Backus. What was his first name? Was it Jeff Backus? I don't know. I don't know. His first it's, name. That's a different story. I was just, I always think of those two like interchangeably because they were pretty much on the same, same level of team. Like they were same age. They were always playing on that same offensive line. So back to Dominic Rayola. Well, he has a son who's a quarterback, um, highly ranked too, and he just decommitted from the Ohio State University. And uh, so love love that for us Michigan fans to see somebody decommit from Ohio State, especially a top quarterback. Um, and now he's rumored to go to Nebraska, where Dominic's brother, so um, Dominic Rayola's son's uncle, is the um, offensive line coach there. So Donovan Rayola is, coaches the offensive line there, and Mark Rule, new head coach there. So maybe a new quarterback for Dominic or for um, Donovan and uh, Mark Rule in Nebraska, Cornhuskers. Um, take that the nugget with you, whisper. folks. Take that nugget with you, folks, to tell the longtime Lions who were probably 
um, remember Dominic Raiola very well. Just tell him, hey, you want to feel even more old? Um, Dominic Raiola now has a son who's about to join the ranks of the college football world. That's how that's how far into this we are, folks, as Lions fans. Um, some of the guys that we used to watch growing up are now have ki- have have sons in the um, in the college football ranks and the NFL as well. So take that nugget with you, folks, as you celebrate with your families for Christmas. Merry Christmas. As always, to everyone out there, tell somebody you love them. Until Sunday or Monday or Saturday, we'll figure it out. It's going to be some point this weekend. We'll recap the Lions versus Panthers as well as the rest of the NFL. Until then, go Lions. If you have to get somewhere, folks, this week, get there early. Big Blizzard coming in. Stay safe on the travels. Let's go get those Panthers. White Knuckle. Merry Christmas! Ho, 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 ho.